Are you ready? All right, everybody, welcome back to Things You're Not Supposed to Talk About with Luigi, baby, that's me. And uh, today, guess what? We're going to talk about Thanksgiving, right? It's not going to be a long podcast. Who the hell wants to hear me on Thanksgiving? But I wanted to give some thanks. So Thanksgiving is basically a simple word, right? Doesn't need to be complicated with meanings and revisionist history. You know, pilgrims, no pilgrims, Indians and no Indians, turkeys or chickens, pumpkins or gourds, peaceful gathering at a table or a war council at the same table, right? Sounds familiar? Of course it does. We serve up a dose of all that shit every year. We do it willfully and forcibly. After all, it is a federal holiday, and it's in your face until it isn't. Family members begrudgingly, maybe even happily, make their way from one comfortable setting, i.e. their own living rooms, right, to other people's living rooms. I don't know about you, but other people's living rooms cause me to sit around and look around like I'm in some weird 80s fucking video, okay? Like, you know, your eyes are rolling in the back of your head. You're smelling all kind of different smells. Somebody's fucking couch has too much dog hair on it, right? Because your dogs don't sit on a couch at home. That's not, that's not where I want to be. I want to be in my living room. But that's, that's not what happens on Thanksgiving. In Thanksgiving, we go to other people's living rooms, okay? So that's not what we're doing at my house. At my house, we're staying in my living room, and then people are coming here and sitting in my living room and eating my food, and that's how we're doing that. The Thanksgiving ritual is something we endure for days prior to the actual event, right? We wait until the last minute to shop for all the things we need because no one knows who's cooking. Right? No one knows who's cooking. They know everyone is coming to their house, but who is cooking a 30-pound turkey? That's up in the air until about three hours prior to it happening. I know it happens every year in my house. That first fight is only the beginning of a day-long family gathering that reminds us why it happens only once a year, okay? I was never a fan of holidays. I, um, I never had a reason to be. We had shitty holidays growing up. We were shuffled from one miserable existence to the other. Both places were filled with other types of holiday spirits, I promise you. Easter seemed to be the one holiday I could latch on to that did not require giving gifts or being disappointed in receiving one. How about that? I once had a gift thrown at me because I was born. Okay? That's, that's literally what happened. Here, here. You were born. Here's your fucking gift. And that was literally what was said to me. Okay? On my birthday. Happy birthday. All right. Anyway. So, holidays were not uh, the most comfortable moments of the year for me. And then you know what? Then I had my girls. Yeah. Then I had my girls. And I, I, I thought that having children would soften my heart, um, but it only widened my divide because now I felt as if I was manufacturing uh, how to feel in a truly loving holiday setting, right? I was in a loving holiday setting and I was manufacturing happiness. That, that was not cool, okay? Uh, yeah, I'm better now, right? Of course, so. But the thing that changed it for me, you know, was watching the wife in the kitchen being herself, you know, just being the wife, right? Not worried about how miserable I was forcing myself to be, not caring about my lack of enthusiasm for wrapping, buying, signing, or doing anything gifty, right? That's not what she was worried about. Uh, there she was yesterday with her aunt who flew in from Texas, by the way, for the holidays. Uh, she had photos of her mom and grandma and sisters taped to the cabinet so she could enjoy that time with them, even though none of them were here. Baking an apple pie with 12 whole apples in it, three different kinds of varieties, baking a lemon meringue pie with an Italian meringue, you know, not just a meringue, 
right? Then it's baking a pumpkin pie with little leaves bake onto the edge of the pie crust, you know, hovering effortlessly just above the pumpkin pie filling, right? So that's kind of weird to watch all that happening and you're not being part of it. You're just sitting there looking at all that, right? And his sauces and fillings, you know, and pie doughs, hours of, you know, prior day prep for what? I don't even eat that much food. Never mind the kind you need to eat to be a true American for one day. And she made a tray of French toast that was like eating candy for breakfast, along with two different quiches, just so everyone could enjoy a breakfast and not annoy her while she was doing the real cooking. You know, watching the wife doing her thing created a feeling in me that I had to finally stop fighting. I mean, it only took 30 years, but I finally got it. I finally got it. You know what I got? None of this shit is about me. Look at that. I sat and wallowed in my shit for too many years, and I wasted too many goddamn moments hating something I was bred to hate. How about that? I wasted too many good goddamn moments hating something that I was bred to hate. That was not my doing, but it became my fault. Huh? That was not my doing, but it became my fault. In the unnecessary festering, of slights that became my reality, I watched as the good moments slipped past me, seemingly uncontrolled, and no matter how, ch how checked the wife tried to get me with her microaggressive comments about being a dick, to stop being a dick, to see that no matter what, I, we, had created something together that was so far away from the thing that had created me that we destroyed it. And when we did, I had no, I I had no idea how to act. I had to learn how to act like a person who had a great wife and great kids and great life and not one shitty thing was in the windshield. It was all in my rearview mirror. Not one shitty thing was in my windshield. All of it is in my rearview mirror. I had to watch my kids and the wife and then try to mimic their behavior like a dog without a pack, learning to be a dog by watching other dogs. They had the look and mannerisms of a family that I had no idea could exist, and I was its creator, curator, and architect. I'm better now. I promise. I'm a little bit better now. So, because I'm better, I want to do something I can't do at the table. Something I don't know how to do as well as I do other stuff. I want to thank you. Right? And, 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 and who I mean by you specifically is, you know, the wife. So, I want to thank you for washing the sand out of my panties. How about that? I want to thank you for allowing me to grow up into my big boy pants. I want to thank you for redirecting my stupidity, right, into other things that don't make me look stupid in public. You know, thank you for mothering my girls. Thank you for being thick-headed enough to keep being you despite me being me. Thank you for the greatest life a man could ever have. Thank you for the food. Oh, God, the food. God, the food. I need to pause for a moment to respect the food. Hang on. Thank you, you know, for killing the doldrums and killing the pain and all leftover feelings of dereliction. All of the leftover feelings of dereliction, thank you. They're all gone. You know, 
thank you for helping me to realize what we did in this life, in this life, right? Since this is Thanksgiving, and I, I do have other family members, and this is not just an homage to the wife, I got this much left for you, the listener. Nobody ever appreciates time. It's not impossible to step outside of ourselves and get to the truth. We only need to want to do that. But occasionally, maybe even that once in 20 years, at some odd family gathering in the future that we don't call Thanksgiving, you stand up and say something cool that even you didn't expect to come out of your own mouth. You know, maybe it sounds something like this. I just wanted to thank all of you for being created by me so that I could have this one moment in 20 years to say I love you. Right? That's it. That's all you got. And guess what? That's all you need to have. Nobody needs to know what you said until you sit down and you get the collective groan. Someone says, oh, God, Dad, the wife completely ignored your dumbass again, and the folks who don't normally hang around your family that happened to be there this time thought you were sweet. That's called Dad's winning holiday moment, right? That's it. And then we all eat dinner. The silence is deafening because the food is amazing, and then we eat dessert, have coffee, and pass out watching a shitty NFL game because the NFL is shitty. Uh, people say goodbye, get in their cars, and talk shit about you the entire drive home. The crazy thing is that this happens every year at the exact same time. Nobody seems to be able to stop it. Are you and that's okay. You know what? It must be. Nobody's complaining and nobody would listen anyway. And guess what? Happy Thanksgiving because Dad said so. Happy Thanksgiving, folks.